is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what's up, man? Hey, man. You just That just happened out of nowhere. What, the episode? Yeah, you just started the episode. <laughs> what's been going on with you, man? How's your week been? It's been good. Yeah, no complaints. That's what I like to hear. Same. This episode's going to be a little different, guys. We're not going to do trending topics. I don't really think there was that much that happened this past week that I can think of. I mean, there were some castings, some rumors, but... None of it's really important. We are going to talk about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Simon saw it today. I saw it yesterday. That's not a competition, though. You guys wonder who saw it first. Yeah. And then we're going to talk of the trade review this week, which is Fantastic Four. Full Circle, I believe. Full, is the name. full Circle. So we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, before we get into Panther and all that stuff, we're going to talk a little bit about Kevin Conroy. The day of recording this, Kevin Conroy passed away at the age of 66 and typically it's not that i don't care when celebrities pass away people online care for the i don't know for the appearance and the right they want the cloud of people knowing that they cared kevin conroy and again i'm not like it didn't ruin my day was sad because i thought he was older than he was 66 not that old and it was just such a huge part of my childhood like huge batman the animated series was i like that batman more than i like comic book batman (laughs) like when i think about Mm -hmm. batman i think about batman the animated series batman the animated series and kevin conroy were my introduction to batman other than yes michael keaton those are of course yeah that's why i have nostalgia for those two batman because they and and batman the animated series was supposed to be a continuation of michael keaton's batman really that whole thing was born of the old yeah uh, like they have the they have the retro cars and blimps and stuff, but they also have like future technology. I always loved that about that world. Yeah, it's timeless. Yeah, and the fact that everybody knows this fact, but the Batman the animated series was drawn on black paper mm-hmm. rather than white paper. Wakanda forever. Hey, there's a, a segue <laughs> now, but yeah, I didn't know he had cancer, which is apparently how he died. But it's just sad because even up to he he was Batman when we were younger. He was Batman for a long time. He was Batman yeah. in Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. And then he's Batman in the video games, which Batman we Beyond. enjoyed. Yeah, in the newer video games, the Arkham series, like that not only we enjoyed, but that's a whole new generation of people that get to enjoy it. Yeah, it's just crazy to have this voice of Batman that lasted for so long, decades. And now he's now he's gone. Yeah, it was, it was sad. And I'm sure Mark Hamill's going to die tomorrow. I don't yeah. know, man. It, everything I've read about him, every interview I've seen, he just seems like a really pleasant guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. So it's, I don't know, man. I, like I said at the beginning, I usually don't care. But this one, I care a little bit. I wasn't crying or anything. It's just like, man, that sucks. I don't know. It's like having an aunt and uncle that you haven't seen in a long time. You see every once in a while and they're like, oh, they're just, yeah, they're dead now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll never see them again. Oh, man. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. That's all we got. To, that's all we just wanted to talk about in a little bit because that show is one of my favorite comic book properties of all time. And not to mention like Batman Beyond, that's up there too. And that was, was just a huge part of my childhood, man. Zoning out. That was my iPad before kids on iPads. 
That's me. If there was a marathon of Batman on, I wasn't doing shit. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, good luck, come out and play. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Kevin Conroy, thanks for everything, man. Yeah, rest in peace, brother. R.I.P. Speaking of R.I.P., we're going to switch over and talk about <laughs> Panther. Oh, man. That, I don't know if that was not uh, a good taste, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, it's fine, man. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. It came out. It was a pretty anticipated movie for me. I don't know how you feel, how you felt about it. I don't know if you were excited about it or not. But the first one was good. It's up there. It's in the top five for me as far as like all mcu movies it was it just is man yeah it was agenda like i said no i'm kidding <laughs> oh, i'm kidding God. i'm gonna <laughs> i just think that joke is so funny because i'm not serious and yeah none of that is i'm happy for every person with representation but uh, yeah. yeah dude i really it was everyone described it as the best mcu movie of the year but in my opinion probably the last couple of years oh nice just talking about black panther one how much i liked that one oh did you like the first one yes i did like the first one a lot <clears throat> little one i don't know where this one falls in in my i haven't done the work to put in a rank of all the movies because they're all about the same once you get to i can do a top five but then the rest of them are pretty much the same yeah no i wouldn't say that this one is in my top the first, and usually it's like a nostalgia thing for me. So first Iron Man's in my top. The Black Panther I like a lot. Ant-Man I like a lot. Endgame. Same. Yeah, Ant-Man's up there for me too. And it's not in a lot of people. Some people talk about how bad it is. I'm like, man, I love that movie. Guardians of the Galaxy. And not Endgame, but Infinity War. But I like both of them. But Infinity War more. Yeah. I like Same. that Empire Strikes Back, like sad feeling. Same. <laughs> Walking out of the Spider-Man theater dies. and somebody said, what the fuck? <laughs> that was just <laughs> aces. Oh, my God. Let's talk about it at the beginning of this. So the idea for the ideas for the sequel of Black Panther, they started working on it in February 2018. Ryan Coogler was coming back, worked on it for a few months, and they were going to start development in 2019. But as you probably know, if you're listening to this show, Chadwick Boseman passed away in 2020 from colon cancer he didn't tell any about anybody about it the entire time he just battled with it himself passed away marvel made this pretty bold announcement that they were not going to recast t'challa he's a big character and some people disagree with it some people are fine with it i'm indifferent about it i think that it was that he is a big character for sure but watching this movie those seeing those clips of him i don't know if it would have been the same like, if they re- would have recast him for this movie, I don't know. I think it would have took- taken me out of it. Yeah. I think having a movie like this <clears throat> was actually the right move because those clips, man, where they showed him, it it got me a little emotional because I was like, damn, I really did like him in that role. And I actually liked him as an actor in general. Yeah, there was... I know we've definitely spoken on that. Should they have recast? Should they... And I know that yeah. we both agreed that they should, but I guess trust the process because shit nicole was crying when the marvel logo came on yeah it was all him and i got i got a little misty nicole was like and i was just like holding it in yeah my wife cried the entire time also guys spoilers for this entire thing we're not gonna break it down scene by scene but we're gonna talk about 
some key moments in it and characters and things like that. I'll drop show like show notes, times, if you want to go to the trade review, I will get to it. I will also say at this point that nothing in the movie really came as a surprise to me. I feel like there weren't a lot of bombshells Same. except for the end. So maybe we don't talk about that, but, and it, it's really like in the grand scheme of things, I don't even know what that means. Nah, I want to talk about, I want to talk about the end. So that's, so if you're, it's spoilers, sorry. Bye. I thought it was pretty straightforward. Didn't no surprises, no twists besides the end credit scene. Yeah. And there was, there was a few, there was a few twists. I don't know. Just comment. There was one that caught me off guard. I was like, what? And we'll talk about it in a second. But my wife going into it, she was like, I think she, before we watched it, she was like, I haven't heard anything about this movie. So I think they did a really good job of having people go in without any idea. So I think for hyper nerds, like I would call us, like actually, like we're geeks, <laughs> it's different than like general audience. But yeah, so Chadwick Boseman passed away. And then I think they struggled with the movie for like a year and a half with like multiple, there was like 12 rewrites. There's so many different ways. They couldn't figure out how they wanted to do this movie. They also ran into some hiatus. And you know, it was during COVID where they were trying to make this movie. Letitia Wright was very adamant, which is her It's her right. No pun intended. Hmm. She was anti-vax, which if you listen to our show, we make fun of those people and their piano teeth a lot. But if you want to be, <laughs> if you, everybody can believe whatever they want. I'm a strong believer in that. I don't care. It's none of my business. So that held up a little bit of production. They finally finished in 2022, which is a testament to them. Like filming during COVID, I could only imagine how that was real stressful. You can't be next to people COVID. So I couldn't even imagine filming a movie on this scale during that time. They did it though. And here we are today. Yeah. I feel like they, I didn't notice it as much now that you say that. I didn't notice that as much as I have noticed it in other movies Same. where it was like, you could tell it was like shot. Reverse they were shot. Cut yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I liked. It started out, didn't give you time to really think about it. Didn't have to show T'Challa or anything like that. He's sick with a disease and sure he's struggling. Sure he's struggling to figure out how to recreate the heart shaped herb to mm-hmm. heal him, which I was confused on because I thought he, had it already. He had taken it at the end of Black Panther. He, I think he had it. She was, they just, I guess she was like looking to re-up or something. Double dose. <laughs> yeah. And then it was intense. That was an intense scene. Like we all knew what was going to happen. Yeah, it was an interesting way of how they did it. I'm really happy that they never showed him in this movie. Other than the picture and then the flashbacks from the first. Flash, but no, like they didn't do a Carrie Fisher they didn't do the holograms. Oh man, me too. Yeah, none of that weird stuff. Thank you, Ryan Coogler, because that was probably your decision. Thank you for yeah. not letting that happen. Now, granted, I would have, I wouldn't have minded seeing him like, and this could have been in one of the original scripts. Like the movie opens up. I, Simon and I talk about how we would have did things differently. Never, it's never real. We're just like, oh, fanciful dream. We have no context on like screenwriting or anything like that. But if it opened up with Black Panther, him in his suit, fighting Namor in a random encounter, and then Namor kills him. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole different movie. Like the movie, that entire movie would be different after that. And I like the way they did it. They rushed it. They didn't give you time to think about it or think too much about it. And then they do a time jump, which I think the MCU's fallen into this weird 
time thing where they're just throwing these time jumps in, but then all the movies are also supposed to happen at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. See, I can't even remember. I don't even know what timelines are anymore. So this technically could have been right after Endgame. So it's a five. Maybe it was like this right after Endgame. They really don't even, they barely talk about any of that. This movie, yeah, at all. one thing that I like about this is that this movie almost exists on its own. Yeah. They bring up Thanos one time, and I like that it's it's something that happened in the past. Because big events happen, right? And just real life. Not even going to name a bunch of catastrophes. <laughs> We've all been here. We know what's going on. But they just, they not lose their impact, but we talk about them in past tense. And they bring it up. And yeah, Thanos was this thing, but... It's happened, everybody's kind of back, and we're living with it. And I appreciate that they're doing that in the MCU. It's not like this overarching host. You can't talk about him because he's killed everybody. Uh, But we do get a time jump, and we see the queen becomes the ruler of Wakanda again. People, the UN is like, hey, you said that you guys were going to help the world, but you're not. And they're like, you guys are also trying to break into our shit every other day. Sorry. That was a great setup the way that was done too. You see it as like something that's happening parallel to her speech. Yeah. But I love that it's oh that shit already happened and here they are. We took care of it. Yeah. That shit people the thing is they talk about the king being gone, the Black Panthers dead and all this stuff. I think the Dora Milaje are way scarier than the Black Panther. Those chicks beat the shit out of almost everybody. Yeah. I think they're okay. They're terrifying. Watching Okoye come out of that chamber whenever that guy thought he was about to steal the vibranium, I'm like, okay, both people are all dead. Mm. But they didn't kill him. They just brought him back. And like you said, it it was filmed like it was parallel. But then they bring him in and they're like, these are the guys. We got got them right here. Uh, Please don't do it again. And then even even on the other side of that, there's another parallel moment where these people on this tanker looking for vibranium are getting attacked by these Smurfs. (laughs) <laughs> tropical smurfs tropical smurfs and and then they give they think it's the wakandas because this tribe of people have never been seen before that ship with the the sirens i'll uh, i'm telling you everything that has to do with the uh, i guess they're not atlantic everything that has to do with these this group of people namor and his people fucking chefs or whatever yes chefs kiss I love every bit of it. Yeah, I was worried about it. I really was. Namor is it's a great character. I love whenever he's in, in comic events and things like that because he's like a Vegeta in Dragon Ball Z. And that's what he is. He's, he's a powerful character. Too. Yeah, he even looks, <laughs> looks like him. He's a great character. He's super strong, he, but he's always like a side character. And I was kind of worried because he's silly. He has freaking wings on his ankles. He's silly. He wears or, or green underwear. He's a silly character. So I was worried about how they're going to do them, and oh my gosh, absolutely perfect. I have zero complaints about anything telecom. Yeah, it was funny. I did notice some things. I remember that sidebar. I remember when Brandon Routh was Superman. They like he everybody. The joke was that they had to digitally reduce his bulge. There was one point where Namor is standing there, which I thought that was like fantastic. Namor, great job, fits. Yeah, and they explained it. I was yeah. like, "Oh my gosh!" And yeah. like, I was talking to my wife, and she was like, "Yeah, I get it." And I was like, oh, "No, I'm not trying to like explain it to you. I'm like talking through my thoughts. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. not even really talking to you. I'm like 
but just talking to myself essentially. But there was one point where I could definitely tell where they like CGI stood, CGI'd his pants because I was like, he's probably showing too much bulge. <laughs> I did not notice. He's in Wakanda. Was like those pants aren't real. So essentially, the majority of the movie is dealing with is them dealing with their stages of grief, losing their son, brother, King. You have the Queen dealing with all of it and being a helicopter parent to Shuri. Shuri being in denial. It feels like through the whole thing, just burying herself in her work. And immediately, way sooner than I thought, the interaction between Namor and him happens. It's like at the beginning of the movie, which I appreciate. And we get Riri Williams introduced. She's a super genius. A lot of parallels between her and Tony Stark. I really appreciated some of that stuff. I like that too, but I feel like it was weird. And maybe they didn't want to fall into the same trap that they did with. Basically, he already was a father figure to Peter Parker. But yeah. I thought it was interesting. There's one mention of Stark Tech, and then that's it. She doesn't really. It doesn't seem like she really. She looks doesn't at, say it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like she, she really yeah, looks she doesn't up acknowledge to him or it. anything like that. So <clears throat> it was really funny because that one guy bust in the garage. He was like, "Oh man, she's got Iron Man armor." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, "It's freaking funny." <laughs> and that suit, we didn't get enough of that suit, but I really liked it. Yeah, it was cool. For some, it's funny though, and it's a little like Tony Stark. But for somebody so smart, they overlook little things like maybe an oxygen mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, also in her instance, she's maybe she at that point she's not going up that high. She didn't realize she was going to be in a in battle. Yeah, but she has flown it before. Otherwise, she wouldn't know how. Yeah, that's true. And she, yeah, she was an expert pilot. Uh, so Namor essentially wants the scientist that built this vibranium machine because we learned that it's, we're shaking things up. We learned that vibranium doesn't just exist in Wakanda. So all of their lore and everything is kind of <laughs> because it's everywhere. More than one place. It's kind of if there was some historical document that said Jesus did not come back to life. Yeah. That would completely <laughs> destroy like the Christian faith. So it's yeah. very. Yeah. It's all. And Shuri explains it. She says there's a meteor hit this place, but it could have broken up and pieces could have went everywhere and it hit the ocean. It could be all yeah. over the place. And I'm trying to think of like the that mid movie stuff because I feel like there was like four acts and we're in the second act. Yeah. One thing I think is neat is that both societies. So they're trying to get Riri. Because Namor wants Riri because she made this vibranium detector for a science project. And then the CIA like commandeered it and now they were using it. And the main reason that Namor wants to talk to the Wakandans is because T'Challa basically was like, hey, we've got this awesome technology using vibranium. We'll share it with the world. Yeah. So he's like, now that they found more vibranium at the bottom of the ocean. They're going to be looking at my society. Yeah. The, Which they showed them go to the to telecon and I don't think anybody's going down there, man. It was a Disney journey to get to that place. Yeah. Also, I've always wondered this. So these people have gills so they can breathe underwater. But why can't they swim faster? Well, that's what I really like about Aquaman is that he can swim faster. It's like flying in the ocean. 
Namor could. The rest of them could exactly. should be able to. Yeah, they should be yeah. able to. That should be part. Of, they're just swimming like normal ass people. They should be buff as hell. First of all, especially they should have yeah they should have giant arms and giant legs because they're constantly moving. Yeah, it's so inefficient. So yeah. that's stupid. But other than that, it was a cool yeah it was a cool thing. Yeah, I like that part a lot. I'm stuck on Same. I'm stuck on some stuff. Like I said, the sirens I thought was a really cool detail and creepy as shit like the guys looking out there and there's oh just God. heads popping out of the water and the moonlight i was like ooh, and they start walking off that tanker and i'm like dude this is nuts yeah we thought you was you got loved up by <laughs> one of them sirens but essentially shuri goes they the best fight scene in my opinion in the movie was okoye versus atuma i could have watched that for a full movie man it's not atuma sorry to make that stupid ass and i thought i was i thought this was going to be one of those movies where i'm like okay they're just not going to make another black panther they're going to kill okoye they're going to kill Man, that's what i was like my son was sitting next to me and he was like is everybody gonna die in this movie yeah and i was like man i hope not i really thought this is it ryan coogler's like i'm taking the ship down with me we're not yeah, making another he's like one. still depressed about his friend passing away he's like, yeah they can do whatever they want after this i'm, I'm sinking this ship yeah but essentially, instead of letting them kill Riri, she goes with him to a midway place for Telecom to meet with Namor. Yeah, man. And she gets, so she gets harpooned while she's flying and smacked. She doesn't have a helmet on. So she's just like, pink. Oh, she's knocked out. Yeah. She's yeah knocked but then out. she's like laying face down on this bridge. I'm like, damn, I feel really bad for because they start dragging her. Yeah, she never gets up either. She never, I thought she was dead. She didn't move. Like that, Riri. Short time in MCU. Yeah, the MCU. We don't want to pay you a lot, so yeah, we put her in there. Yeah, she did. I know this movie's about diversity, but so fast forwarding a little bit, we Nakia in the beginning tries to reach out to Shuri. She ignores her call or whatever, but then Koye fails at protecting. That's that was an emotional scene, man. For me, it pissed me off. Koye fails at protecting Shuri. And then the queen, which is fair, she well, lost her entire family. Yeah. And she told her not to go. And then she strips her as general. She strips all of her everything. And she's not part of the door of Melange anymore. I was like, damn, dog. Yeah. Michonne was like a ride or die for your family, man. You're trying to kick her to the curb. I thought the same thing. I was like, damn, that's harsh. But mm, it makes sense. Angela Bassett acted her ass off in this movie. I knew she, spoiler alert, I knew she was going to die. Because I was like, she's acting. You're doing too much. She's fine, man. She is an attractive. <laughs> There's a lot of attractive ladies in this movie. Gosh, she's so fine. <laughs> there was, yeah, there was part of me that wanted to be like, uh, to say that, but with my wife, obviously, I'm not going to talk about how many attractive women are in this movie. Sheesh. <laughs> um, speaking of attractive women, we actually do get to see Nakia since Okoye is not in the mix anymore, the queen goes to Nakia, who even in the first Black Panther movie left Wakanda. She was like one of their spies, but then she left to go do her own thing. She has this compound in Haiti where she's teaching these kids. Beautiful place. But she, the queen tells her, I need you to get sure, do whatever you got to do, sneak in there, make it happen. And she does. Jeez, man. Lupita. Shaka. Come on. Oh she's gorgeous. Man. And then she's got <laughs> the glasses on too. Speaking Espanol. Yeah, she's a lady. I'm like, shit, ticking all the boxes right now. 
Yeah. And then she murdered two people. I'm like, man, marry me. <laughs> Jeez, she seems so sweet in those movies. And she, without hesitation, murdered those two people, man. Yeah. Like, it was no big deal. Yeah, it was kind of sad, too, because they're just, like, helpers. But their first incident was like, Yeah, politics, bro. Yeah, politics. Telecom, they don't mess around. Which starts the war. Telecon goes to attack Wakanda as like a, not even a full-on war attack. It's like a, they're flexing on them. They just want to go in there and let them know what they can do. And they just completely destroy everything. Yeah. One of the, one of the coolest things is, like, again, if Namor is an Aquaman. Like he doesn't have, I don't know if Aquaman does. He doesn't really have any control over water. They've no. domesticated whales, but they're not like he can talk to them or anything crazy like that. No. What I really, but one of the things that I really think is cool is the way they've used water in their technology. So, like, they build these like water pressure grenades, which I think is water balloons. Yeah, they're super cool. Would uh, be terrifying. Like, at first, I was like, oh, that's kind of silly. But when they use them on people, I'm like, yeah, that would mess somebody up. Like, when they, the way they get rid of Okoye on the bridge is they just throw up the one of these water balloons at her and it knocks her like 30 feet back. Well, it's like, yeah, if you were to hit, it's like getting sprayed with a water, mm, sprayed with a water hose. Another parallel. <laughs> That's what they were trying to do, man. Walt Disney, you did it again, you bastard. I see it. I, I like the way they explain Namor's powers. Uh, and they use the word mutant. Yeah, I like that he said that he was essentially the first mute. That was cool. But I like how they explained, like, he can be dehydrated. It seems silly, but also, like, you can't just have this. He's Superman if he doesn't have a weakness. He can fly. He has super strength. If he doesn't have any sort of weakness, he's Superman. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool how they employed that, but also how he got out of it. Like, it was cool. Yeah. And water is the entire planet is water. So it's not like he's ever that far away from it. I loved his whole sequence when we were talking about a background because they did so much with so little that sequence yeah. was like not even 10 minutes long and it explained every bit of mythos that you needed to know about him yeah i know they talk about his family and i love that they had like their own herb the the plant grew in vibranium but underwater so it's like a different thing i thought that was really cool and interesting they could have talked more about that but they didn't need to like you said it just we get it. We don't need to break down the exact science of this imaginary plant. But I was a lot of death happens throughout the course of this movie. And so like in the background of Namor's life, there his the people on that island all take the herb, the Atlantean herb or whatever it is, and then they just like, die. <laughs> and yeah. the way he says it, he's their life on whatever, on land ended. And I was like, did they just all die? Yeah, man, Jonestown. And then, and then they get up, they turn to Smurfs, and they go in the water. How do you feel about, how do you feel how they handle the underwater stuff? Like the underwater, just like motions, acting, like living? I thought most, again, I, they should all be able to swim faster, but I didn't really have a, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool too, but anytime he talked, I was like. Well, here's the thing. So I thought the talk. same thing. So it should sound muffled, but technically, sound. Like, if they have the ears for it, yeah, 
it his sometimes it didn't seem like his like they did a read his voice didn't sync up to his yeah, lips. especially when he was like talking to the crowd i'm talking about when he was talking to shuri though yeah but the, what i was gonna say is so the molecules of water are so close together that when you scream underwater it goes a lot farther than if you yeah. scream in the air so i think that it makes sense like he his vocal cords are like attuned to speaking in water yeah but i um in my buy that. yeah my first thought was the same as you i was like eh. but then the more i thought about it I was like no i mean he lives underwater it makes sense that he would be able to communicate yeah. no one else could talk though he's <laughs> like the only one that could talk no wonder he's the king atuma and the other lady atuma and akuma i don't know if they talked underwater they talked in that little cavern thing. they talked later when they said there's a like, ship detected, those other people were extras. They didn't want to pay them more money. They're not allowed to talk. I did mention it earlier, but Everett Ross from the first movie is in here. We have to have a token white guy because you can't have a movie with all brown people. Yeah, and he probably got paid the most, too. <laughs> we're joking, but it, he did serve a purpose. We get Valentina de Fontaine or whatever her long as name is. Is that a hot sauce? We learned, we, yes, from it's from Hot Ones. Responsive. We learned that they they were married. I thought that was clever, cheeky. She's great, but I think she's great because I love Seinfeld. So I don't know if she is, and I like Veep. So I don't know if she is actually great. I just like Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, she seems great. Rest of development. Yeah, good. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, and I don't think we've gotten really a lot of her character. She's you an know? asshole. We, just, we get a few. This is the most we've gotten of her character, I think. We get a little bit in Falcon Winter Soldier at the end of Black Widow. This is the most we've seen of her. Yeah. I would say that in the other movies, she looks her age. This one, they did something with her hair that makes her face look older. Because they tried... Yeah. <clears throat> Goes the purple in her hair. It looks yeah, stupid. Yeah, it looks silly. Because she's beautiful. Yeah. She is. It just it was like a disconnect. <clears throat> yeah. We talked about Nakia. Nakia saves Shuri. Namor comes back and he sees those people get killed. And that's when he does the attack on them. Mbaku's in this. He's great. I could have had a little bit more of him. I thought he was great. I love Winston Duke, man. Mm. All his, every time he was on screen, it, he was hilarious, man. Him and his people, they're just kind of like these grunts, defect Wakandans, and they're just freaking hilarious. Man. Yeah. They're just like bros. <clears throat> Later on in the, that was one part that was a disconnect for me. Right before that battle happens, him and his guys are just in Wakanda. They're just hanging out. And it looked like, it didn't even look like CGI. It looked like an SNL backdrop. Like they were filmed in yeah, front of Yeah, it looked like a, a set. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That one pulled me out a little bit. But other yeah. scenes in that sequence looked fine. But that okay. one in particular looked odd. I agree. I agree. That's it, weird. It was very interesting to see the power differential between him and Demore. See, they make they I think it was done really well too because he's kicking the shit out of some of those Smurfs. Yeah. And he's obviously strong. He's he threw one of them like 20 feet behind him. He's yeah. strong. And so obviously he's gonna be, you would think he's gonna be the one to fight against Namor. It's gonna be a good little back and forth. Namor just completely cracks his chest. And I'm like, did he die? <laughs> Did yeah. he just die? I thought that I'm was so it. worried about like everyone dying. Yeah, he hits him with that weapon. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it is Boba Fett's Yeah, it's based on a real weapon with a blunt end like that. But yeah, he hits him with the Rafiki stick and then he just knocks his ass yeah. out. But I thought the same thing. I was like, his hand just went into his chest. He's dead. It's dead, man. He is dead. I'm like, what? Ryan Coogler, chill out, man. We can use these characters. 
Yeah. Are we gonna break down this whole movie like this? <laughs> Should we? No, we're. I'm we, trying to speed it up. He kills the queen. Yeah, drowns her ass. Because she could have lived. If she, had... I feel like she could have lived, but then she went back to save Riri. So maybe she technically, maybe she could have got a breath and gone back to Riri. Yeah. Again, Riri Williams gets knocked unconscious. I think she needs to go and get a CT scan at the <laughs> end of this. Definitely. Yeah. She is. I don't know how to build things anymore. She might not be a genius anymore. I just that, that's what I was talking about that caught me off guard. I didn't expect them to kill the queen. Uh, it makes sense for the progress of the movie, but it just caught me off guard. I, I didn't really expect it either, but it wasn't. I didn't expect it, but it wasn't a huge below. It was like, oh my god! It's like, oh wow, okay. Yeah, it added some emotional gravity that the that movie needed at that point. It was it wasn't getting stale to me, but I was like, man, this movie's kind of long. Like she's not even Black Panther yet. This movie's gonna be kind of long. Yeah, three hours almost. <clears throat> yeah, and then it fast forwarded after that because then she she got motivated. She was gonna become the Black Panther. She was gonna get revenge. Um, Namor says he'll be back in a week. We're gonna either you gotta either help me take over the world, or I'm gonna wipe you guys off the planet first. I think that's she, that was a little that was a marvelly that was like an anime movie thing. Yeah, that was a I didn't really necessarily like that choice. I see it as between Russia, US, China, we see these kind of weird in real life. What I'm saying sounds like I'm don't see it as real life. I know that in real life there are these weird governmental power struggles that it's just a dick measuring contest. And it's interesting. It's listen, you knowing where this is like bad for me. So yeah. I'm going to just kill all your people so no one will know where I am. But to me, I, I was like, damn, that's extreme, dog. It's out of nowhere. Yeah. It escalated real quick. Yeah. I killed your mom. I killed your queen. I'm going to kill all you guys. Yeah. So that I because you killed two of my people. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill uh, maybe, a thousand of you guys. Maybe he was representing the U.S. Like, <laughs> We also get to see his powers, though, because, like, he's kicking the shit. Watching him work through those ships, I was like, that shit is tight. Yeah, that was cool, seeing how maneuverable And then you see him, like, got a little... It didn't even get weaker. He just started slowing down a little bit, doing less, like, flipping with his little bird wings. (laughs) Then he jumped in the water, popped back up, and he was, like, full power again. That was cool. Yeah. They explain it later. It almost seemed like he didn't even realize what his power source was. Yeah. It just kind of, like, naturally did it. Okay, I'm going to take a dip. I need some water. What else happens? Oh, yeah. So she's getting the, she wants to recreate the herd so she can become Black Panther. Cool. All that happens really fast. I thought it was a little too fast. For every, they built a Iron Man suit. They built a, the Black Panther stuff. Like all that happens in a week. Yeah. I thought that the Iron Man suit would have made more sense if she used like nanotechnology like they use on the other things. But it makes it yeah. seems it makes it seem like she built that suit out of just metal Iron. sheet. Yeah. yeah, like Tony Stark in the cave. <laughs> yeah. So it was neat, but I don't feel like it showed enough of that development. Like I, I get the parallel, like the hammering away. Sure. But like the way that the suit looked, like when I when Tony Stark was hammering away, it looked like a dumbass, yeah, <laughs> like theme park suit. Yeah. yeah, this she hammers away, and it looks like a futuristic Transformer suit. Yeah, looks like RC from the Transformer Bayformer movies. Yeah, for sure. Um, one notable thing I want to talk about though: she takes the 
This is where I thought they were going to do CGI Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. If they're going to do it, they're going to do it right now. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. But I wouldn't even be mad about it. I would. I didn't like when they did carry. I hated every time they do that. I don't like it. I didn't like when they do young Luke Skywalker. I don't like any of that stuff. Yeah. But that would have made sense. You know what I mean? But they went a different direction, and I appreciate that. Shit caught me off. That caught me off guard. Yeah, that definitely caught me off guard. And I appreciated that. Again, I was so glad to not see Chadwick yeah. Boseman, like deep fake Chadwick Boseman. That would have just ruined it for me. I thought it was going to be her dad. Whenever they she showed up, so she takes the herb, she shows up in the astral plane or whatever. The chair is turned around. I'm like, well, it's not her mom because it would just be her mom if it was. I thought it was maybe her dad. It's going to tease you that it's Chadwick Boseman, but it's going to be her dad. We never got to see them interact, so this would be a cool thing. Yeah, that's true. But nope, it's fucking Killmonger, which I was like, whoa, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, And then it, it leans in on the fact that you're more like me than you are your brother. And I was like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing about Killmonger. It's the only thing that really, he did some shit that was bad. But he really had good intentions for as far as like yeah. people, the way people are treated. That's why I was, at the end of Black Panther One, I was like, "Killmonger was a bad guy," but he was definitely <laughs> one of the best bad guys that they had. Yeah, I think that if he hadn't, yeah, burned up all the a heart shaped herb, then he could have been fine. He would have been all right. Yeah, yeah he would have been all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was his real crime because none of the other stuff didn't really happen. He killed Claw, but I don't give a shit about him. What happened to Forrest Whitaker? He killed Forrest Whitaker, too. Okay, I couldn't remember that. But nobody cares about Forrest Whitaker, man. Yeah, he's in Star Wars. He's doing all right. So, yeah, she becomes she's uh, she becomes Black Panther. She's super skinny. I couldn't get over that. Not that I'm like a body. I don't... Yeah, she looks great. She's... <laughs> I agree. It was like... She looked great, but she's super skinny, man. As a fat guy, I'm like, damn. Yeah, she's felt like a teenage boy. It was weird. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with people's body types. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Have their own it body was type. just, I'm just saying. It, it was just, there's lots of shapely women in this, and there's big, strong men yeah. in this, and to have somebody that's just like nowhere near all that, it was just surprising. As a credit, though, I will say that the way she moved whenever she's they're fighting on that tanker was way more cat like, panther like than oh, yeah, bulky ass Chadwick Boseman. What did you think about her costume? I thought it was a bit much. Yeah. But I think that she didn't use her brother's helmets she went to killmonger's suit and it was like a variation of that because his was like gold yeah definitely yeah it was a bit much i didn't like all the gold accents yeah it was a bit much but i thought it looked great like it looked great yeah there was only one time <clears throat> there was only one time where the cgi was a little wonky where it, it looked like she was but other than that yeah it looked good it was cool i'm glad they didn't go like superhero She's Black Panther now. She's going to do all the right things. She was like, I'm going to kill all of them. I'm angry. I'm mad. Mm -hmm. She actually connected with Killmonger. She's like, yeah, I'm going to kill everybody. Because Killmonger says, what are you going to do? Are you going to do, you're going to get the revenge? Like you've been, she's never dealt with the grief of like her brother. Now she's dealing with her mom. And so, you know, feed into the anger or you can do the right thing like your brother. Yeah, you're going to have all these problems. You're going to be honorable like your brother. You're going to take care of business. Yeah, which I thought was great. And then she legitimately was like, I'm going to kill him. And she, they should have a meeting with everybody. And Mbaku, I loved that. Mbaku made a promise to Chala that he was going to be her advisor and look after her. 
I love that. Lost the character development for him, even though he didn't get a ton of screen time. But and he's trying to counsel her after she shows up as Black Panther. He's like, "You kill him. It, it made sense. You kill him. We're gonna have to fight these people for the rest of our lives. There's thousands of them. Yeah, well, he's not their king. He's their god. Yeah, that was a good point. So he didn't call him king. He didn't call him his name. They call him Oh, oh God. <laughs> so I could forget how he was saying it. Yeah, that was just a, that was a funny point. Everybody looks at him surprised when he says it because I. In my mind, the serpent god I thought was Quetzalcoatl, but that is, I guess, not. Uh, so whatever that serpent god is, everybody looks at him surprised. It's like, you think that we don't have access to books up here? Yeah, yeah. you think we're just big dummies? It was great, man. And then she checks him like, hey, I'm going to kill him, and you're going to help me. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter what anybody wanted for me because they're not around yeah. anymore. So, damn. Yeah, and they have an arm wrestling contest, and she wins. I thought that was cool. Yeah, they did the Predator thing. Yeah. And so we, we get the big battle like you expect in these movies. They figure out that they need to dehydrate his ass. So they put his in a, in a Wakandan microwave. A humidifier. <laughs> yeah, dehumidifier. But he, instant, but he instantly, which makes sense. He's like, fuck, am I just going to let you drive me out? He just starts tearing. He has super strength. He starts tearing this ship up. Yeah. And the, the ship's the whole thing is going to explode. That was a cool sequence, man. <laughs> yeah. And it does legitimately like Lego. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> Their fight scene was so good. Yeah, it was good. But anytime I see a movie where someone gets stabbed and then they pull it out and I'm like, they're bleeding to death. They're about yeah. to bleed to death. Yeah. Of course, I know that. And it, she didn't just pull it out. She like yeah. chops it and there's something out of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Pulls her body off of it. Speaking oh, of- she chops it off. She definitely gets some splinters in there. If she doesn't bleed out, she's got some debris. Yeah, but then again, the vibranium—that's how they Ross is. But speaking of Mortal Kombat, I was going to bring that up earlier. So she develops these other suits for a couple of the Dora Milaje, and I was like, "That's Cyrax, man." Of course, it's blue. Yeah, I hate that. I hated it. I I wasn't a big fan. I thought it looked stupid, dog. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. I thought it looked stupid in my mind. I'm like, they're now they're doing this—the inner helmet like HUD for three characters. Yeah, just Iron Man now, and now. I don't know. It was too much. And I feel like it takes away from like how badass Okoye is. Like she doesn't really need it. Yeah, it could have been a little neater. It was just a, I don't know. I don't know. The whole idea of taking a ship out on the water where these people live, (laughs) it's kind of stupid. One ship. I didn't. I thought that was so stupid. Uh, I was like, they told you that they have more people, more soldiers than you have blades of grass. Yeah, and you're gonna take a tanker out to the middle of the ocean, and you have one like sonic thing to piss them yeah, off. One, and what they what do they do? They throw in like twelve water balloons. Yeah, that was like that was cool. twelve thousand water balloons. That was cool, man. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that sequence was weird, but yeah, the whole time. So Riri Williams did really cool shit. I like her old deal. Yeah. Um, she was like a recon, really, though. She was like saving people, which I thought was cool. She's not, she doesn't have a lot of battle experience. So I appreciate that she wasn't like just kicking the shit out of everybody. She was mainly saving people that yeah. were kicking people's ass. Yeah. I like her character a lot. That's cool. Yeah. She was good. She so, was good. I'm, she was better than I thought she was going to be because it would be easy to make her like sh- another Shuri or like another character. She, she, they gave her like characterizations of herself. Yeah, so I'm going to say something that's going to sound really white, but I could have used some subtitles at some point because I was like, (laughs) 
these accents are thick, man. I can't understand what people are saying. I use subtitles anyways, and I can't read things without, I can't watch things at home without subtitles. Well, that's what I'm no saying. What. I guess I'm so used to it, but I, at some points, the I'm just really bad at mishearing things. So it's like, what? I looked over at Nicole and I'm like, what'd they say? And she's like, I didn't hear it either. She's like crying. You can't, she can't even talk <laughs> to you. Because my wife cried the entire time. But anyway, yeah, the final battle sequence was great. I do think it's funny how many people, how many Wakandans were like just dead in the water, just probably floating around in the water dead. And they're like, I got killed like straight off the bat because they threw that plane down <laughs> and took out like half the troops. Yeah. And it, it, they're just like, okay, we're all good now. Obviously, planes don't work. Like, why would you bring out more planes after he was, ripped through? I thought <laughs> that was silly, too. Other. Yeah, I thought that was silly. But the, I want to talk about the Black Panther Namor battle real quick. The beginning of it, when they're just like going back and forth, and he's obviously stronger. He has more experience, and it shows it. A lot of people's early complaints was like, I hope she's not a badass because she doesn't have a lot of training. In my head, I'm like, you don't think that she doesn't have any training as like a royal person that that's their lives? I would imagine she has some sort of training. They didn't make her a complete badass, but she did scratch him in the face, flip over, and then cut off his wing. I was like, damn, that shit is tight. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, the and he was not pulling his punches either, man. Oh, he was like, that was a reference because Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett played Tina Turner in the movie. Oh, shit. What did she say? Not a domestic. That wasn't a domestic violence reference. It was a Angela Bassett reference. I can't remember. You and Jeremy used to say something about that. I remember one thing, y'all. Eat the pie anime. Or <laughs> eat the cake anime. Oh, my God. I will tell you right now, I was on the edge of my seat. Not really, but like. I was about to be pissed. I was going to, like, I could have walked out the movie. Oh, if she had killed him? If, if they killed Namor. Because yeah. she does this thing where she, it's a cool moment. She breaks off the spear. She gets in front of them. They have a back and forth. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Whatever. And then she says, Wakanda forever. Corny. And then the ship thrusters blaze them up. And I'm like, if he's dead, I'm going to walk out of the theaters. I've never had a reaction like that to something, but He's such a good character so yeah. far. And the MCU has this track record of killing all of their villains. And I was like, dude, if you kill him, I got I, this movie fucking sucks. And there's there was another chance for that too. So that that I was the same way. I was like, nah, they ain't gonna kill him. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> but there was another point later where one of his I can't remember his lackey's name there was a tuma and then the namora and she talks to him and i was like she's about to stab him this is it yeah i thought so too like he was gonna i thought he was gonna kill her like she would try to attack him and he would have to like, like he's Superman like her. i did think it was a little lame that was it like i get it they did the good montage back and forth like their histories and he yielded but i just at the end he was just like we're not fighting anymore yeah that's what i'm saying like i thought it was a strength they were they basically had uh, the rest of the Wakandans. Yeah, there was like five left, the main yeah. characters. <laughs> yeah, and they had them pushed up against the end of the ship where they were going to fall down, which I always think is funny. It's like, why aren't they just shooting them? They're all in this weird holding power. Just keep shooting them. Yeah. Especially Jiri. But they fly back and they just he just says, hey, we're not fighting anymore. And I think that's so strange for as many warriors that you just lost. It was strange. And it was like creepy because you see them like still climbing up the ship and they have the entire top of the ship 
like commandeered. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I do like that he explained it later. Like whenever Namora is telling him, like, I can't believe you did that. You made us a week. And he explains this was my plan the whole time or like my adjusted plan. Yeah. Because like now America hates them. It all happens. Ross gets arrested because Valentina bugged him. We all saw that. Obviously, we all knew she was going to do that. And he was like, when they go to war with them, we're allies now. So now they're going, we can play them to where we, you know, what we want to do. Bigger plans. And I love that. If you're a villain, yeah, I don't have to win this one fight. We could have easily killed them. You could have killed all them. I'm back in the water now. I could have killed. I could have snapped her neck. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm repowered, you know what I mean? But then, yeah, it's all good, man. Everybody's happy. I thought they were going to do the water thing where they fight for Mm. the title. It was kind of cool because you see M'Baku drop down. I'm like, okay get his ass kicked again yeah i thought it was gonna be like that too but then she was like i'm not going which i thought was cool too because she doesn't like the old ways so she does her own thing also so he says he's gonna challenge for the throne which is fine because that's what they do but that doesn't necessarily mean they're black panther black panthers yeah so she's still black panther but he could be the king if he wanted to and i think she even mentioned it or hinted at it she was like i don't want that i don't care like whenever he said that all the Wakandans want to go to our sort of area for protection, she was like, maybe they should. Maybe they'll be grateful. Maybe they do need that. You are more of a leader than I am. I just want to beat people up. Uh, so that was cool. And then we see we see her go and complete the ceremony that she was going to do with her mom early on. Very emotional scene. This is where we get the tribute to Chadwick Boseman, which I'm not going to lie, man, it hit me in the feels. Yeah, I'm not an emotional person, but I was like, damn, like all these people, all these Ryan Coogler and him were best friends. And I just I'm, I'm an empathetic person, though. And so I think about putting myself in that situation, how emotional this whole process would be. And I just it was rough, man. Yeah. And so lastly, spoiler, if anybody wants to, if we've spoiled anything other part, any other part for you, yeah. this is like probably the biggest spoiler. So you're going to want to shift forward until the next time mark that lex puts on the thing yeah and avoid this okay so three two one okay (laughs) yeah end credit scene was more emotional Mm -hmm. for me because i didn't expect it no that was crazy yeah i thought it was going to be something like falcon swoops down or so i thought it was gonna be some corny mcu thing which i'm glad they didn't do uh, any of that and yeah so yeah so i'm saying that it's been so heavy-handed lately it's fine for these things to exist in the same universe without having all these guest appearances yeah. and shit i bet fucking what's his name matt ramos or whatever i bet he's just crying in his soup <laughs> right now because there weren't any he got some backlash because he was like he was saying that the movie wasn't as good as the first one which I don't even know if he's necessary. That's fine. I honestly think they're two different movies. Yeah, they're like, like two first movies. Yeah, they're two different things. Like, this is her origin story, and that was his sort of like superhero movie. Yeah. But anyway. And I expected it to be like her in her lab, and uh, Wong shows up or something <laughs> weird like that. Yeah. Because Wong's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Just and, or She Hulk. That would have been that would have been funny. I was expecting like a She Hulk pop up with Wong or something. Okay, that's cheeky. We get it. But it would have been like more corny MCU stuff. But it takes immediately the last scene. She's on the beach still crying, 
and Nakia actually walks up because it when she walks when she goes to Haiti she talks to Nakia she's like oh we got you all set up and all this stuff and then she says she wants to do it herself but then Nakia comes out in the end credit scene with a child and she's like I want you to meet or she's like your aunt whatever she says and uh, I got emotional in that scene I was like damn yeah, that's, it's not really his kid or whatever, but it's just that's cool, man. Chadwick, not Chadwick Boseman, but like T'Challa knew the kid. It wasn't like it was like a strange father. The grandmother, the queen, met the kid, so it's like he, the kid, has full knowledge of like his ancestry and his place in the world. Yeah. Um, what'd you think about that imprint scene, man? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was cool. Who knows what they're gonna do with that, but. It was it was emotional. It's good to know that the line doesn't just end with her. And technically answer the recast T'Challa thing because his name is T'Challa, T'Challa 2. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. So, yeah. Te- technically, there is another T'Challa in there. I'm thinking like, if this, if we're doing the main timeline of the MCU is five years from Endgame or whatever, I don't know. That's the thing. This one has no date markers or anything compared to a yeah. lot of the other ones. So you can make them a teenager. You can make them young Avengers. You could. You don't have to. You can make them in that era, which or, would be cool. Or not do anything. Else. Yeah. Or you can just have them be a king. He doesn't have to be Black Panther. Sure, he's Black Panther. You know what I mean? He can just be like learning how to be the future king. It was cool. And it, the but the coolest part about it to me isn't that he's T'Challa. It isn't that he could be the future Black Panther. It's that Shuri lost her entire family. She had nobody left. And then now she has this family member that is her brother's son, that has her brother's name, and it's an, they have an instant connection with each other. And so she gets some relief from this tragic story that she's had. One thing that M'Baku says when he's giving her advice at, their, at her mom's funeral, and she says, you should lead them. Because they're not going to want to listen to a child. And he says, life has taken so much from you. I don't think you can consider yourself a child anymore. Like It's it's more than a normal person. Yeah, it's not fair to say you're a child anymore. Yeah. Man. It was an emotional scene for me. There's a a few beats in it were emotional for me. Yeah. Overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. No, uh, I don't know what I was. I didn't know what I was expecting. I don't I, I, because it's so weird with him passing away. It was an interesting. There were so many things that I was relieved. I was relieved that it wasn't a switcheroo, that it was her the whole time as Black Panther. Like all these previews, some people were saying there's everybody was going to be Black Panther, and then whatever there's going to be like multiple Black Panthers, and that was a big rumor. Yeah, I expected someone else to get the. I honestly thought if they were going to do it, if they were going to do the switcheroo, it was going to be Nakia that was going to be the Black Panther, which I thought would have been cool, but the ass would have had to have been a way bigger on that suit, you know what I'm saying? It served her purpose as the yeah, siring the next generation. It was great. I really enjoyed it. It was a good movie. And that's the difference between some of these that just serve their purpose to push the MCU along. Yeah. It's like, we don't really need this, but we need to pull in Celestials, so let's make Eternals. We don't really yeah, need yeah. this. I don't know. We want to make this. Or if they have a show, they still have to use that show to push the 
narrative further. If they have Falcon and Winter Soldier, they have to push Thunderbolts. Yeah. If they have She-Hulk, you have to have Wong, or if they have Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, you have Abomination and Wong in there. That's tied to She-Hulk. It's uh, it's everything tied together, and this one feels completely out of, well, out of that whole realm. Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, y'all go see it. It's a good movie. What didn't you like about it, though? You talk about the brown-on-brown crime. Before, <laughs> not crime, but brown-on-brown stuff before. It was kind of uh, heavy-handed than that. <laughs> I just thought it, if you could ever, if you could ever, obviously, no one thought about it. But, yeah, if you were ever going to have, it was just a strange pairing to have Mexican people fight black people. That was just, <laughs> that was a little heavy-handed. <laughs> It was heavy-handed, and it worked. It worked. I'm not to say there's no parallels from real life in that. What I love about both of the way that they presented the cultures is that it's as if they they present both cultures as if white people never, there was never white people. No influence, yeah. Yeah, no influence, no, obviously, because no one taken, none of their culture erased. They do show that Namor's mom dies and she makes him promise that she loved the land. And she makes him promise that he'll take her to where she's from. And he does. And there's like these people that are like enslaved these Spanish folks. And he's I loved that scene where he's like a kid and he flies up. What are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> and then they just completely eviscerate those people. Yeah, the Spanish had enslaved the Native Americans. And that was, yeah. Yeah. So, I loved it, man. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it's great. I love the representation. I even the stuff that I told no cons. The only cons that I have, some of the CGI was a little wonky, but we're at diminishing returns now, so it's hard to get that. Yeah, I have a one thing that stuck with me, and I don't. This is just a me thing. The ceremony, funeral, and ceremony for T'Challa was amazing. I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I love the walking through Wakanda and the celebratory aspect of it. But then the spaceship flying in. <laughs> the tractor beam. Like, Where does it go? The tractor beam. Yeah. Tractor beam because I just was like, that's so random. Yeah, the weird tractor beam that picks up the coffin. I In my mind, I was like, who's flying that and where is it going? And yeah, then I, I was like, this just, it, and it just looked so random. It was like this completely encased vibranium coffin with a cheesy corny wakanda forever i just and i don't hate it i'm just like it's my, a little overdone in my mind i really imagined it opening because <laughs> it's vertical just opens and his body falls out like yeah. that's really and so they take it up it would be cool if it was like that wasn't a wakandan ship <laughs> like it was the u.s or something they're about to frankenstein them. <laughs> yeah i just thought that was weird when i was watching i was just like that's corny. It man. was definitely a weird spot, especially when you see when the queen dies and they're just like in the forest. Yeah. Way different ceremony. Way different. That was my, that's really my only complaint of the movie. And it was definitely goofy, but it didn't bother me so much. But it was, and I, the only reason it bothered me is because it was like, it was a beautiful ceremony and then it was like this beautiful response, like them walking through the town and it was like, it had some culture aspects to it and it was, i thought it was great and then all of a sudden it was like star wars and i was like what is this i had more oh, I, had that. I had more of a problem with the etching on the the coffin than i did the spaceship. Like, it should have just did the mask man why did they put the hands on yeah 
yeah i can't think oh, of, I, did... I can't think of a lot else that really bothered me about it but me either man namor was freaking perfect i think he hopefully we get him in a lot more stuff because yeah it was dope he was great it was so he great. Was great man there great. was some political stuff in my mind that might have been a little heavy-handed but it, only in that i know it almost seems like it was put in there for reactions yeah but in the same vein that the way they did it with she hulk like you that they were just like people are gonna say this shit anyway fucking put it in there i thought it was done really well and i talked to you before this and i mentioned to my wife on the ride home i was like i I think it's great i think it's perfect as a wakanda forever movie and i like that the way that they're promoting it even on all the posters Wakanda forever and then it just says black panther and tiny lover letter Mm -hmm. i think that's like intentional because it's Black Panther was his movie and it was about him, but this is more of Wakanda as a whole thriving. And that when you when I look at it through that lens, it's a really good movie. It's just hard. It's a hard disconnect. Just seeing like those flashbacks of the, of him in that first movie. Because mm. it is one of my favorite movies. So and I liked it a lot. I'm not one of those people that go to see movies multiple times at theaters. Movies are expensive. I think it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get on that movie club, dog. I am a movie club, but I used it. <laughs> so gotta get in that plus plus zone yeah i'm not doing that let us know what you think let us know if you've seen it if you're listening to this still i hope that you saw it if not we really messed it up for you so let us know what you think yeah we're gonna take a second go ahead son no i was gonna say even then i wouldn't say that it just i just feel like this movie can't really be spoiled you know what i mean except for that last part Yeah. yeah i'm with you we're going to take a second and listen to some breathing, some heavy breathing, some Africana music, Africana <laughs> themed, and we'll be right back. Actually, we won't be right back. That's the end of the episode. Show's over. You can go home. Simon and I had an entire review of Fantastic Four Full Circle written and illustrated by Alex Ross. But when I was editing this episode, something happened with the audio and it was completely garbled. So at least you don't have to sit here for 30 more minutes listening to two guys talk about how they thought this book was just okay. That's it. That's the entire review. Simon and I thought it wasn't bad. Not a lot to it. So go enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you next week. (laughs) 